You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hello everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room, where we talk all things Marvel, DC, and especially Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Sanjay. And I'm Troy. Yeah, welcome back, Troy. As you guys know, Tim, the tool man, is not here. He has flown the coop and he's off to China. He's deserted us. But me and Troy are holding down the fort, and as with most Tim episodes where he's not here... We're going to be talking DC today. Yeah, we're keeping it DC in celebration of, is it the 25th anniversary? That's right. Hard to believe. Yeah, 25th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. Wow. Man. What do you remember about this groundbreaking show? I remember racing home at 3 o'clock on the dot, yeah. getting home and watching this off of, we're from Calgary here, so RDTV, oh, I believe that's Red Deer TV. That's right. This is the best channel. It, it was good. I mean, it definitely got better once they had Batman, the animated yeah. series. And, and this is off the heels of the Tim Burton movies. You Very know, Tim Burton influence in the, the show. The score yeah. was incredible. The same theme guy. song. Same guy. Was Danny it, Elfman. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Who's yeah. also doing Justice League. There we go. Bringing them back. Yeah, man. Keeping it all DC in the family. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, this show really introduced me to the villains. I had known a bit about Batman because I watched Batman 89 and Batman Returns as a kid. Probably shouldn't have, but my parents let me watch it anyways. Um, But whenever I think of a Batman villain, I always think of this iteration of the character. You know, if you're reading a comic book and you see the Riddler, I immediately go to this Riddler and like, that's my Riddler. The only two exceptions I have are the Joker. I It's close. The Joker, Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill, one, two. I'm not going to rank them, but very close. And Bane. Yeah. And whenever I think of Bane, I think of the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Other than those two, every other character, like Mr. Freeze, they changed his origin in New 52. Yeah. And I didn't like it because it wasn't the animated series origin. Yeah, it's a little different. And if we lost anybody here, because we said we're not talking Star Wars, we did just mention Mark Hamill himself. <laughs> that's right. So that's yeah. a little Star Wars for you. Mr. Luke Skywalker well, himself. Well, that's just it. If he's not Luke Skywalker, he's the Joker. Hands right? down. He destroys it as the Joker throughout this uh, TV series and going into video games like Batman Arkham uh, Night series and all that stuff too, right? He really is just taking the mantle of the Joker. I feel he is my Joker next to Heath Ledger and uh, right. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Mark Hamill kills it Absolutely. as the Joker. His laugh. Yeah, so oh. menacing. Yeah. What it's... Where's Jared Leto? Yeah, he's not on my list. <laughs> not he's yet, not, on not my yet. List. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. So, so if you guys are new here and you're, uh, you, you know, don't know anything about the nerd room what we do is we cover uh movies obviously we cover comic books big time and we cover star wars all right yeah. so we got all the goods here on the show but this is a little different because there's not much news going on in the world of nerd yeah. at the moment nothing crazy I got picked up our justice league tickets today justice league tickets i got my steelbook spider-man homecoming right. thanks to my man here sunjay yeah and uh you just told me actually uh for dc news uh deathstroke film is coming in production who knows when? Most I don't know. 2019, 2020, 2021. But DC in that long log jam of movies. Yeah. Add Deathstroke. Yeah. Joe Maglio. Yeah, I can't pronounce that. 
Mr. Flash Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, and True Blood, I think. Yeah, as well. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. There you not, go. Not that we know. <laughs> so, <laughs> for all that stuff, normally we do cover that. We do a show, you know, and we spend five, ten, fifteen minutes, you know, just diving on these uh, news segments. But today, right. there's not much news really, apart from what we just mentioned. So we're gonna do something cool here, and we're gonna do a commentary on two episodes from the Batman animated TV series. One is going to be one of my all-time favorites. It won an Emmy, a uh, daytime right. Emmy, which is uh, Robin the Awakening. Or sorry, Robin... Reckoning, I think? Robin yeah, Robin Re- Reckoning, Reckoning, part one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just going to do part one. But if you like what you see, and let us know. We'll cover part two someday. Yeah. And the next one we're doing is... Old Wounds. So we had each picked an episode. So Troy picked Robin's Reckoning, and I picked Old Wounds. So... You know, come along with us. We'll let you guys get queued up. So we're going to be providing commentary. We're going to be like those annoying guys in the theater. Except this time you're actually wanting to listen to us. Because we actually have some good insight. You know, not the guy that's like, oh, did I forget to shut off my fridge? or Well, maybe not fridge. I don't think you shut off a fridge. Yeah. But, you know, you know, people always say stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had, like, what's the worst theater experience you ever had? Did you say something? Or did oh, you just okay. accept it? So this was, uh, shoot, um... Uh, Christopher Nolan's film Interstellar right Chris, okay, great so film. We, we've been dying to see his film and Ayla um, was just born my daughter and we finally had our first night out oh. to just enjoy and you know it's kind of like an adult like movie I believe it was Interstellar I could be wrong but my wife and I girlfriend at the time fiance at the time we were seen up in a rows, ready to watch this movie, just right. so invested. And okay, you know, a I'm couple people come beside us and they start chatting. They're a little late too to the yeah. film. They start chatting. I'm like, oh well, you know, whatever. Like the movie hasn't started yet. Trailers, Still trailers. I'll let it slide. I'll yeah, let it slide. yeah. And then the movie starts yeah. in the in the field in the farm. Right. And this guy's still talking. No. And now I'm getting a little heated. You know, I don't have any sleep in me at this point. And I just blare at the guy, and I'm just like, yo, man, shut the. And I kind of get up, and the dude's like. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. And he puts away his phone. He stops talking. You're a very intimidating guy. Like if, if Troy came up to me in a theater and was like, yo, man, shut the F up. I, I would be I'd scared. I'd be scared. I'd be like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. hundred percent. I wouldn't like try to tough guy in and be like, you want to step outside? You know, other people maybe, but if Troy said that, I'm I'm shutting up. Yeah, and so so funny enough, I, I guess for him to avoid all like the awkwardness towards the end of the film, um, before the movie finished, I actually saw the guy like walk out and just like head down the stairs, and he started watching it from the front row for the, like the last two minutes of the film just you to avoid this that guy. A confrontation, which scared, is cool. You scared him straight though. If you're yeah. going to a theater, don't chat. Straight up, man, and, and and you know, take it easy on the skittle rappers too. You know, when you hear that annoying rapper just just yeah. rapping through the, the quiet parts, or the popcorn bag where you're just digging for the yes. last few kernels. You don't need the popcorn kernels, okay? Just leave them in the bag, people. Yeah. Especially for you know, if you're going to see Thor Ragnarok or Justice League in the coming weeks. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're sitting in our theater, behave yourself. Yeah. Or take Troy it easy. will give you a smackdown. <laughs> And I'll be behind him, like, like I'll be Troy's hype man. Yeah. Like, yeah, Troy, you get him, man. Yeah, we'll be standing somewhere <laughs> like a gargoyle, just looking down on everyone. Right. Keeping it Batman themed. I'll uh, grab a <laughs> phone book to stand on, so I'm the same height as you. But we can, we can, we digress. We could be talking about our theater experience all day. Let's start with the commentary. Yes. So right now, we'll let you guys get queued up. That's such a British word, queued up. But Cute. I couldn't think of anything else. Oh, sounds appropriate to me. Yeah, so we're just at the Warner Brothers animation logo, and we'll be commentating on Robin's Reckoning right now. So get ready, pause this if you need to, and we're going to hit start and join us on this journey of Batman goodness. Yeah, one, two, three, go. All right, so we're starting now, Warner Brothers Animation. And Warner Brothers Animation had a 
hot streak for a while. They oh, had yeah. this, and then the Justice League. Yeah, and Justice the, League Unlimited. Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. Superman one, which wasn't as popular. Yeah, for some reason. Um, yeah. Batman Beyond, obviously. Teen That's Titans. Right. Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go is an excellent show. I've been hearing from you. Yeah, That's it's right. really good. It's made for kids, but tons of adult jokes. Yeah, I've and been hearing. This show, supposed to be made for kids. I don't, I don't think, I don't see it. You know, this is a very adult show. No, especially you know, right now we're in the crawl, um, the theme song right now, this this Batman opener, and the cool thing is, is it's very noir like, but you see right away the villains whip out their guns, right, and you know they're about to make, they're about to blast. Whereas I know going back to the Fox Kids shows like Spider Man, every yeah. time they used a gun, it was like a laser. I hated to that. Avoid. It, it's like, so pew, weird. Pew, pew. It's weird, right? Yeah. But Batman felt very noir and real, um, and the, the stakes felt high in this show at all yeah. times. Oh, absolutely. The one thing that always bugged me about the show, not like bugged, but I always wondered. So see the opening shot there with the high high wire? Yeah, the trapeze. Yeah, Yeah. the Haley Circus. The one thing that I always wondered about the show, when does it take place? Because you look at the goons in here. Right. They're wearing suits. They have like a bowler hat. Very 1930s, 1940s. Dick Tracy-like. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have the Zephyrs, like those balloons that fly across. Yeah. And then you have... uh, yeah, and you have the cars. The cars don't look modern. No. And there's not a lot of new technology. No, that's the cool thing that's always been with Gotham. You never really know when Gotham takes place. I mean, we do know in the comic books roughly, right? But yeah. the city itself looks like it's never aged since the newer 30s yeah. uh, timeline here. But this, this this show is great, man. This kicks off here. This is Robin's origin story, basically. And we got them about to encounter uh, some mobsters here on the high rise with Batman and classic Robin uh, Dick Grayson, and there's some cool little banter going on between the two. Really sets the tone for their chemistry of Batman and Robin together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you see Batman's, or sorry, Robin's costume is a little bit different here. It's not from the comic books where he has no pants? Well, it, it is. It's Tim oh, okay. Drake's costume from the 90s. Oh. So the original Dick Grayson never did wear this costume back in the comics. Right. Dick Grayson wore really uh, the green underwear, like kind of... Like a Robin Hood kind of? Like a Robin Speedo? Hood kind of thing, right? Which is very weird. Well, worked for the times, but nowadays doesn't work. <laughs> what do you it, mean? <laughs> if you had a 14-year-old boy running around in a Speedo. <laughs> but to avoid confusion, I believe what they did is, because during this run of the show... Uh, Tim Drake was actually the current Robin, and his costume is exactly like the one we see here in the cartoons, except they switched Tim Drake and used Dick Grayson, the original boy one, right. to play the role. And he's a little older. This is cool. Um, this Robin seems to be, well, going to college soon. So he's yeah, he 18. says that. Yeah. He says it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's of age, so that's good that Batman's not bringing around a child anymore. Yeah, which I think is the route they need to go in the films. You can kind of make it known that he used to be a kid, but right. we're past that, and he's now like a 17, 18, 19-year-old. Yeah, the yeah. movie wouldn't work if you hire like the little kid from Iron Man 3 to play Robin. Yeah. And he needs to be at least in his 20s. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially if he's getting his own film. I would say so. I would say so. The, the animation, though. What do you think of this show, the animation? Oh, the animation is fantastic. It's it's kind of like like a gothic feel to it. I mean, I know we're in Gotham, right? But the one thing I really like is it's always dark. Yes, it's you never see any scenes in the series take place during the day. Yeah, I used to, you know, when I used to in between high school and university, I would always just put the show on if I had trouble getting to sleep because it's all dark and you could close your eyes 
and you could still enjoy the show. Yeah. It, it's a nice show to fall asleep to. Yeah, I, I bet it is. But the cool thing to me is that it just really felt like it standing on its own two feet. Yeah. I mean, I know later on we got Batman Beyond and we got the Justice League series that spun out of it. But I always felt like this really just had its own standalone feel. And yeah. it really did at the time, obviously, because they weren't planning to make a Superman cartoon or anything like that. Not until way down the road. Yeah, I mean, sorry to interject, but look at that. I mean, the guy's shooting Robin with a nail gun. How many yeah. other kid shows do you see someone trying to kill Robin right. with a nail gun, right? It would be like a vat of lava or lasers, but this show never went that down never. that route. No, I, I think even there's an episode when uh, they take on Bane, yeah. and I think Robin's drowning at oh, one point okay. in that one, the first encounter with Bane. Um, so yeah, so here we are. We're basically on an undeveloped high-rise in this show. Batman and Robin have taken down the bad guys. Robin wants to question the uh, the villain here. Right. But Batman's like, no, don't take it too far. I got it. Let the police handle it. But Robin's really keen, and he wants to get more information out of these thugs. Yeah, Robin's the one who's trying to you know carry the story. And it's interesting that we each chose one episode. Yeah. You chose this, and I chose uh, Old Wounds and Nightwing episode what why do you think why do you think you know we were watching batman the animated series yet we both chose robin heavy episodes well for me i'm biased um yeah <laughs> going to dc Rob, robin nightwing dick grayson he's my favorite dc character yeah i feel like he's so important in comic books because he to me he's the only character really in comic books that's aged right and worked you know you, we've seen robin dick grayson go from an orphan to the boy wonder, boy wonder Robin, all the way to Nightwing, to even becoming Batman himself. That's I right. love the growth in the character, and I love where he is even today in comics. And he always resonates with me. He does have a little bit of that Spider Man, not Peter Parker, but he has that Spider Man. I can in totally him, see that, yeah. You know? But he's always the cool guy. He's the playboy. The girls yeah. love him. Yeah, Dick Grayson's my dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why Why did you end up picking up a Nightwing uh, episode? Uh, this was my first uh, introduction to Nightwing, oddly enough. I didn't read the comic books back in the day, and Baron, uh, he was on one of our podcasts. You may know him. Uh, he's like, he came to visit me one summer, and I was saying how much I liked Robin, and he's like, well, that's not Robin. Robin's now Nightwing. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what's going? Yeah, I was like, what's going on? And this was the first time I ever got introduced to Nightwing, and I thought it was so cool that... You get to see this character that was Dick Grayson that got turned into Nightwing. I think that's so cool. And as you said, he's kind of the only one that's worked. Yeah, they tried doing it with uh, Wally West way back yeah. when he took the mantle of Flash. And it lasted actually quite a while. Yeah, like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. But um, no one's done it really like Robin. Because everybody, when you think of Robin, you think of Dick Grayson. Right. But when you think of Nightwing, who else can you think of but R Dick Grayson? That's right, yeah. yeah. And yeah, they seem to always, you know, the kids may take up the mantle for a little while, but then they'll go back. To just what they were exactly yeah and i think everyone can identify that because everyone's kind of had that mentor that big brother that big sister that big you know they've, they've had that mentor uh but you get to a point in your life where you want to be your own man and you want to walk away from their shadow and i feel like robin just captures that you can i kind of always go along his ride you can always kind of you know put yourself in his shoes yeah no absolutely it's easier to imagine yourself as robin than as batman yeah especially as a kid growing up watching the show because we must have been what, like five, six years old? Yeah, pretty little. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you're not going around running around thinking you're Batman. You're thinking you're Batman's friend. And yeah. who's Batman's friend? Well, it's Robin. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, going back into the show now, uh, we're in the Batcave. Oh, we get a beautiful cool scene Batcave. Here, and we get this real cool banter between the two. This is classic Dick Grayson and Bruce Bruce Wayne here, where um, Batman basically says, No, Robin, you're staying behind. I'm going to do further work. And, you know, Robin's like, No, man, I want in on this. Like, I want to yeah. know what these guys, what the deal is with these villains. And Batman's like, No, 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 I got this. You're basically too close yeah. to the situation. Right. And look at that. Files, access. What a, what a, 
great button. I wish my computer just had files access. <laughs> they really skimped out on that. Like, how can we get Robin to open the files? You know, you think if you're Batman, he's the world's greatest detective. If someone breaks into the Batcave, you probably shouldn't have a button on your computer that's just files access. Is there another button that says, like, Bruce Wayne is Batman or right. something, right? I, I mean, I know on my Netflix, I have, like, Troy's Netflix, and I have, like, the kids section. Right. At least it separates the two. Batman doesn't even have that. He doesn't even have, like, a Boy Wonder section yeah. or a Batman section. He just leaves it all open for yeah. anyone to get in there. <laughs> Look at this. We got Haley Circus now. This is the first, I believe this happened before Batman Forever, the origin of Robin? Yes. Yes, it did. So which one do you prefer? This one. <laughs> Hands down, this one. This is this is really cool. I, I love how they do this because this is the first time we actually see Robin in the show. Yeah. And we get his origin story, but it's through a flashback. He's thinking back to him being at Haley Circus, you know, that awful night with him and his parents. Right. When they perished through the hands of uh, basically Tony Zuko trying yeah. to grease them with insurance. Uh, basically just a term for, you know, the mafia to be like, you know protection money right right so uh, i love this origin this is this is pretty much pound for pound um on par with the original origin if not better it so how does this differ i had never read the comics of robin's origin i've always just kind of known about it but yeah. i've never actually read like robin year one or robin year zero yeah it's not too much different i think this is a lot more similar to um uh all-star all-star batman all-star oh. robin sorry yeah who pretty much all-star robin all-star robin which was pretty cool except the only thing is is robin kind of t- tries to take matters into his own hands more so whereas dick grayson goes out at night he doesn't know who batman is but he yeah. goes out on his own with like a red hoodie on and he's trying to like hunt down uh zuko okay uh, tony zuko and, and batman eventually you know brings him under his wing something like that so it but- is zuko it's not two-face from no. batman forever it was two-face yeah so two-face I could be wrong, but I believe Two Face is more connected to Tim Drake's origin oh, originally. Okay. I think it's either Tim Drake's or uh, Jason Todd's. Wow, there's so many Robins. There's so many different Robins. You think he'd stop getting them after like the third one got killed? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> or the states like, why does Bruce Wayne keep adopting orphans? <laughs> and where do they go? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> there's one in Bloodhaven, but yeah. we don't know where the other two went. <laughs> He's rich. We'll just give it to him. Like, what's he going to do? Yeah. He generates a lot of revenue in Gotham, so right. we won't question him. <laughs> He's pretty much like the only wealthy Gothamite that I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. none of the other people are wealthy. Like, the villains? I don't think so. Uh, Penguin, actually. Oh, yeah. He yeah. has his own casino. Yeah. And he was in this show. I mean, every villain's in the show. Everyone makes their the cameo. Raja Ghoul. Yeah, and this, so you see him. He, uh, he what do you call it? You, he sawed off the... Yeah, the, uh, handle. Yeah, the handle or the rope. That's right, the rope. The tight Jeez, rope. Wow. So yeah, I, I didn't even know the word for rope. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're back in the circus here, and uh, the mafia took matters into their own hands and basically sawed down the rope to weaken uh, the flying Grayson's, um, I guess, trapeze right. that, that they'll be using. And look at Bruce Wayne doing his best Clark Kent impersonation. That's exactly what I right? thought when I saw this. Yeah, he's kind of d- dopey and goofy, and he's right? like, "Oh, I can't even hold popcorn." Well, Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Little do they know, he's actually Batman. Jokes on them. I love these costumes. Is this anything to do with the Robin costume? Kind of the gold bird on the You know front? what's funny? There's been a lot of plays on that. And I believe it was the New 52. It could have been in other origin stories too. The New 52, it didn't actually resemble the Robin costume. It actually right. resembled the Nightwing costume. Oh. But the Nightwing costume from the original Nightwing costume for the Team Titans, George Perez run where he had right. like the popped collar. Oh, That's sick. what the Flying Graysons were all kind of repping. And yeah. so it's kind of cool that, you know, Dick Grayson grew up to wear the Nightwing costume, but made it kind of similar to what he used to wear back in his circus days. Yeah. Yeah. 
CC Robin's mom. This this is heartbreaking. This is a this kids is. cartoon and yeah, it's, it's like Bambi. It is, but you get the idea of it too. They don't go all the way. They don't completely commit to showing you the death, but you really do get the idea of what happens here. Right. Um, the shots are great. What they pull here, and the it, music, the music, the crowd, the silence. Even Bruce Wayne is just in awe. Um, obviously he can relate to that situation because him being about what nine or eight he lost his parents obviously in crime alley right so it's only a, a right fit that Bruce Wayne takes him up as his ward and we see the first look at Commissioner Gordon here hair's brown it's yeah. not white at this yeah. point <laughs> I like that attention to detail he's a little younger yeah a little bit more uh, Gary Oldman and less uh, J.K. Simmons <laughs> and then we also have his partner of course uh, how did I forget his Harvey uh, yeah Bullock Harvey Bullock but he's not in his classic you know um, gangster hat and his right. trench coat he's actually an officer at this point just to show you that timeline difference and I appreciate the attention to detail they use in this cartoon did they ever release a Harvey Bullock figure I mean I'm looking up at your uh, room here yeah and you have tons of Batman the Animated Batman action anime. figures. Yeah, that's my that favorite DC line. Uh, I don't think they have a Harvey one, but if they do, it'll probably be a dual pack with Commissioner Gordon. There is a Commissioner Gordon one. Oh, okay. But um, there, there is no standalone Harvey. And you don't have a Commissioner well, Gordon? You're no. too good for Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, I've never been a big fan of Commissioner Gordon. Really? No, but I need to step my Commissioner game up. Yeah, you should read year one. I'll have. Yeah. And I love yeah. him in year one. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I really like the direction they've taken Gordon as opposed to the Burden films where Commissioner Gordon was so oafish. Oh, he's ridiculous. And Schumacher, it just goes way off the edge. Like, he's the most incompetent cop of all time. Like, how is this guy Commissioner? Like, Gotham, no wonder why you have the villain of the week in the Schumacher-verse. So I, I'm, I like what Christopher Nolan did with the character. I love it. I have high hopes for J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Hopefully he'll nail it, and he's a great actor. Oh, he's incredible. Whiplash, that's all I got to say. Yeah. And, and J. Jonah Jameson. Right. Yeah. That was, like, the perfect casting. Love it. I, I still wish he could come back and, uh, you know, rephrase that role. We, we took him from Marvel, so he's Yeah, not well, hey, back. we took we took your Batman. We got Michael Keane, and he's one of the best villains we've had That was a fantastic. I mean, we got to work in some Spider-Man here for my We might have Troy. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to do it. So now we have, uh, basically, the papers went through. They don't show us, but... Uh, Bruce Wayne here has adopted uh, young Dick Grayson. Um, they're now back at Wayne Manor. He's been introduced to Alfred. And uh, Bruce Wayne's basically like, all right, nice to meet you, kid. I got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, Alfred will take care of you from here yeah. on in. <laughs> I just can't believe that the police just, here you go, billionaire. Just take this child. Right? Yeah. We won't go to the orphanage. I like in uh, Lego Batman, they really riff on that. Like, yeah. yeah, just sure, go. It's like, oh, I actually, that was real. I actually did adopt that kid. <laughs> Such that's a cold a room. room. Yeah. She has one rocking horse in the corner. I think he's a little too old and for that. And a weird painting. That's cool. I just noticed that. They have a yeah. painting there of an archer, which yeah. is cool because Tim Drake, uh, going back to the comics, he's obsessed, not obsessed, but he loves Robin Hood. Okay. He's, he's always liked Robin Hood. So that's actually a really cool callback that they ah. have the archer there in the corner. Didn't that know that until now. Yeah. yeah. So does he take his name? from Robin Hood Robin? I believe so yeah yeah. makes yeah. sense as opposed to the bird yeah the bird boy he's just a fan of Robin's the bird be a little iffy he could have just called himself the hood the hood yeah, yeah I like that the red hood Someone oh so they just keep Robin mantle. Hood in there yeah there we go wow there we go good thing he wasn't a Lancelot fan <laughs> look at that look at the food he was just the corn yeah, there like, I don't eat corn I like this, like as you said, a kids' cartoon, and we have Batman pretending to be a homeless guy gambling with dice in an alley with a trash can on fire. <laughs> he has a thing for that because I think there's another episode down the road when he does the same thing when he's undercover as a homeless guy. Right? I, I think it was, was. Uh, some guy that's 
making them his slaves, the homeless yeah, slaves. He has like white hair. Yeah, and yeah. he's like taking them underground. Remember that? It's dark. It is. But it worked. It, it really did. And, and you know, in year one, he does the same thing. He goes undercover. Right. Yeah. And the one thing I really like is that the show didn't patronize kids. It didn't talk down to kids. It didn't, you know, say, oh, well, kids won't understand these stories. Right. They're very complex. Yeah. They never dumbed down the audience. Yeah. Never. They never had to hold your hand throughout this show. Yeah. That's what I really like. The writing on this is fantastic. The story it's, it's arts. Great. You just don't get this anymore. I don't know what it is, but it feels each episode felt like a complete story. Yes. Except yes. for this one, which is two parts. But which other than this... And I want an Emmy, so go check it out. And you know what? I can't even go any further with this show without mentioning Kevin Conroy. The voice acting. The best voice actor for Batman ever. If Kevin Conroy's not doing it, I'm not interested. Right? He's he, the best. He's my Batman. Whenever I list, whenever I read Batman, yes, his voice is always in my head. Not always. Netflix, not, well, sometimes Bales, depending how like... I want, how Where is he? That's the best. <laughs> just stop. Just oh, look at that. Like Batman looks oh, like a phantom or like the Grim Reaper. I, I love it. I love it. Kevin Conroy just knocks it out of the park. You can also catch him as well in the Arkham Knight series as well, uh, playing Batman. But yeah, you know, when I'm reading Batman, it's his voice in my head. Cracking the knuckles. Like, oh, that's man. terrifying. And, he, and yeah, you, you can't. It's just a silhouette of the figure right now. And he's taking down these thugs. Just a silhouette of the Batman. And it just it says it all right there. I'd be terrified. Like as a kid, I'm pretty sure I probably was terrified of that. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's going into his Zuko's uncle's house. Yes, he's like a mafia dude. That's right. Yeah, just reading the newspaper, taking it easy. We're gonna have to explain to our kids what a newspaper was. Like, yeah. why is that man reading that giant yeah. book? Daddy? What is that? Well, what's the book even? <laughs> yeah. Why is he holding a big piece of paper? Yeah, where's his iPad? Why isn't yeah. he just reading the news online? <laughs> <laughs> why don't those doors open by itself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, going with the silhouette theme, you know, Batman just peers appears in uh, Zuko's home out of the shadows. Right, and he looks very much like the Dark Knight Returns. His face. He doesn't look like a kid. Like you could tell by the animation. This is personal for Batman. He's yeah. he's out for blood. Yes. Um, so I don't know if I just picked up on this or maybe I'm looking into it too hard. Okay. Uh, obviously we've got a lot of silhouette shots here of Batman, but if you notice, it's a lot of blues. Do you think that's right. a callback to make him look more like the blue and gray Batman as as opposed to the black? Because I feel when we start off this episode, he was definitely wearing like black and gray. Whereas yeah. here right now, it's a lot of blue. It could just be the shading. But I feel like it's a way without them having to make it look like the blue and gray Batman and making it look campy. They kind of let the light yeah. kind of give you that feel. Absolutely. Yeah. That's actually a good pickup. I never noticed that. But yeah, he definitely feels like a different kind of Batman than we see earlier on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, a good, that's a good call. Look yeah. at you, Troy. Yeah, I, I love this show, man. Batman <laughs> and Robin. That's that's my team right there. Yeah. yeah. That's, my that's team your Bat right family? There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, just beating his nephew with the newspaper. <laughs> Again, we say this a lot, but this is a kid show. <laughs> Look at the mustache, the Howard Hughes mustache. Oh, beautiful. Right. Classic. Yeah. I mean, this is what I mean. Look at the gangster with the hat. How yeah. many gangsters do you see dressed a, like that? Well, I, mean, I think he has a Tommy gun, too. Yeah. <laughs> the attention to detail in, these, in the weapons yeah. is something else. Look at Batman fighting, just destroying. Like, if you're just a goon, just run away. Yeah, you're donezo. There's no, like, if Batman just died by some random goon, how disappointing would that oh, be? Oh, it'd be horrible. But, yeah, see, again, we're seeing bullets here. Yeah. Um, The guy's gunning Batman down with a Tommy gun, and it's all bullets. He's going to run him over lasers. here. Yeah, he's out for blood. And look at this jump. He's just like, whoosh. Boom. Punches the window. Like, how badass Oh, I is love that? that. And that's classic Batman. I mean, we did see that even in uh, Suicide Squad. That's right. right. Yeah. One of the few bright spots of that movie. Oh, so you're meaning it right here? <laughs> you heard it. That's that's an Oscar-winning film. Uh, the Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. The only comic book movie to win an Oscar last year. That's right. And look at him just 
you know, Alfred doesn't get enough credit in this series. He kind of holds it together. Oh, no. But, he, he, you know what? There's a spot coming up in the next episode, and uh, Alfred made me laugh out loud when he yeah. dropped that line. But yeah. we'll wait till we get there. But, you know, I love how Batman just enters the Batcave, whips off his cape, gives it to Alfred, just yeah. not giving an F. He's just the man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the master of his domain. Yes. Who? What kind of Alfred do you prefer? Do you prefer old, feebled Alfred from Batman and Robin? Or do you prefer the Jeremy Irons BVS Alfred, um, or somewhere in between. Neither. I like Christopher Nolan's. I like. Yeah. I forget his name. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That's my Alfred. Yeah, that's your. That's Alfred? my Alfred. I don't need a guy that's had experience in the war, which is cool. Yeah. Um, they've actually made that a, you know pretty clear in the comics right now, going off of uh, the jokes and riddles. Or, right. Sorry, uh, All Star Batman. Or yeah, All Star Batman. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's where they dive into that. But um, yeah, I, I like Michael Caine's um Alfred. That's that's perfect. That's all I need. Yeah, just doling out advice. Yeah. Yeah. Today I don't want to, sir. <laughs> he's a great, he's a great Alfred. That, he is. Th- that trilogy takes a lot from this, I think, too. I love, I, I love Begins, and I love the Dark okay, Knight. Okay, okay, we're gonna have to watch the Dark Knight Rises again. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'd be curious to see what you and Tim think about that this time yeah? around. Yeah. Because f- for me, I don't know. It never felt right with me that that okay. film. There's a lot of things I, f- I feel like it failed on, but um. Hey, man, we're watching something far better right now. <laughs> we're watching an Emmy-winning episode. Right. Why, win an, did it win, why win an Oscar when you can win an Emmy? Ex- yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you see some technology here. I mean, he has a CB radio, yeah. which is like 100 years old. But he has he's in front of this huge, giant bat computer. But again, back in the day, computers were like the size of rooms. They're massive. So maybe this does take place in the 30s and 40s because that's when Batman came out in the comic books that's true i mean and we see a pager later on but you don't see very much new technology no no we don't so dick grayson the robin here is had enough he's uh gone back to present time now and oh. he, he stormed off and left the bat cave and he's, he's not standing for any more bs he's like hey man i'm going after this case and he he took off are so, we done already yeah so that's a quick it episode flew by two minutes so we're gonna pause it here and we're going to take a quick break. Well, not in podcast time because we're probably just going to edit this section. <laughs> but in reality, we're going to take a quick break, uh, get it all queued up for the next episode, Old Wounds. So stick with us and we'll be back shortly. All right. And we're back. That was a that was a long break, eh? In podcast time, like half a second. Yeah, man. I was Welcome back, Troy. Out. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm back again, man. I can't wait. Um, yeah, you know, we just wounds. did old wounds. We just did one dove episode of Robin, and now we're continuing with Robin and going into uh, a Nightwing centric yeah. episode. As we talked about that growth of the character, we got to see him transform and turn from Robin into Nightwing. Yeah, and last thing to also mention, going back to that last episode, there's a lot of foreshadowing going on. Um, you know, kind of bringing you kind of giving you a conclusion that you know we are going to go down the route where robin leaves and becomes his own man and becomes nightwing yeah so it's uh little details in the show sprinkled all throughout just really good so we're right now at the logo which as you'll notice is different this time it has bugs bunny yeah all dressed up yeah so come with us um get ready gets queued up as well and we're gonna hit play in three two one so this one, the first thing you'll notice after we get through the intro, the animation's changed. Do you like it? Do you not like it? It's different. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a little different, but I think it's uh, just enough to show the show's grown. Yeah. It doesn't feel cheap by any means. Um, still feels familiar. Yeah. But I, I like it. They do little things different, like the Joker 
Batman's suit's done up a little differently. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Nightwing looks different because he's a different uh, hero right. uh, now. And I do like that we go back to uh, a Tim Drake Robin now who's a kid. So we have to experience the boy wonder as a kid form as opposed to like a late teens. So is Tim Drake the next Robin in the comics as well? Or is no. He, is so Jason Todd? Jason Todd would be the next one. So, you know, basically... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all know Jason Todd, death of the family. They That's probably, right. as edgy as this show is... I don't think they could get away with doing that. No, in my mind, like going back to the show, I always kind of just pretend that it happened already. They just never cover it, but I right. just kind of go off and, you know, I kind of feel like the Red Hood cartoon like takes place in between. Right. You know, I just That kinda, was a great one I with uh, Neil Patrick Harris as Nightwing. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's one of the better DC animated films. One of the best. Actually, that's what got me into the DC animated films. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched that one and then I started watching a bunch of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. they're all fantastic. And yeah. We open up here with some more goons. Look at that ponytail. Oh, yeah. It's so 90s. This episode is so 90s. When you get to see Nightwing in the mullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He rocks that mullet pretty well, man. He, for, you know, the mullet, if it ever came back, I think they should include the mullet in the movie. The Nightwing movie. Oh, I, I, I thought you might mention or going to say uh, Superman. Superman needs the mullet as Come well. Come back to you. He needs the black suit mullet. He does. So, yeah. So, Nightwing's made his appearance. Um, we got Tim Drake's Robin fighting Solo. And he just kind of gets saved, actually, by Nightwing. This is his first encounter with Nightwing. That's right. As the, well. The henchman he got kind of looks like he took down a guy from uh, Mortal Kombat. Yes. Right? Like, the henchman looks like Sonya Blades mixed with, like, Jax mixed with uh, Johnny Blaze. <laughs> right? <laughs> One of his moves is, like, he whips his hair. Yeah. I totally see that. Fatality? Yeah. We used to think they were so, like, badass, the fatalities. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he ripped his head off. And now you look, it's, like, such bad Yeah, now like, I can survive that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> now kids today are playing Call of Duty where like they blow people up. Yeah. But back in our day, fatalities was like the height of brutality. Yeah. 2D graphics yeah. on a 16-bit platform. <laughs> Did this, did this ever have a video game? I'm trying it to did. remember. Oh, this, this had a bunch of different games. I used to play Batman the Animated Series on Super Nintendo. Right. Oh, really? Hell of a game. Except it said Batman and Robin, but there was no Robin. It was no two-player. You could only be Batman. What? Anybody out there that played that game, you feel my pain. You wanted to be Robin, <laughs> but you couldn't. But then the Sega Genesis version, yeah. it was a two-player kind of oh. Contra-like game where you could be Batman and Robin. Nice. But the Super Nintendo was where it's at, and you couldn't be Robin. So. See, I was more of a Sega guy. Yeah? Yeah, we just always butt heads. Oh, man. Se- I super. like Super Nintendo. <sighs> Love Super yeah, it was SNES. Good. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. I don't remember this game, though. I yeah, do remember Batman, I think, Forever had a pretty good game. No. No? no it's horrible. Really? I know exactly, yeah, because you could be Chris O'Donnell's Robin. So good. It, it, and it's the same people that made Mortal Kombat. It's acclaimed. Oh, really? And it played like Mortal Kombat, except there's a side-scroller. It made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from that game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, if you're playing, still playing Sega Genesis games, you know, you're flown through a time loop and you're here. welcome to 2017 there's different systems out there yes actually you could still buy super nintendo now it's like the hottest thing oh yeah so if you're in a time loop you're probably really confused right now because everything's coming back you got jumanji coming back that's right you got super nintendo you can still buy so you didn't miss anything in the last 25 years <laughs> But in case you missed anything with the show right now. <laughs> so look at his costume. It's very Ben Affleck. Yeah, so Batman's back now. He's made his appearance in this uh, this episode. And it's very, yeah, Ben Affleck inspired. Like, well, I guess in reverse. Yeah. Because this came out obviously before BVS. 
But um, this is cool. We have, uh, I believe Dick Grayson now here is graduating. He's right. He's at a graduation party. A little man growing up. Yeah, he's, in his, uh, he's very Pierce Brosnan-like in this episode. He's, he's wearing his handsome. white tux. Yeah. He's on a date with Barbara Gordon. That's classic Dick Grayson. This yeah. show nails it. You know, I'm watching this cartoon. I'm never like, man, they, they veer so far off from the characters. It's it's just like Spectacular Spider-Man. I feel like these guys were reading comics as they are writing episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can tell the more successful movies and TV shows don't stray too far away from the comic book or the source material. Yeah. So this is great. So yeah, it's so like I mentioned, Pay Dick Grayson. No, uh, no cell phone. <laughs> yeah, no cell phone. So Dick Grayson here is at a graduation party, gets a, a phone call on a on a payphone, and it's Batman on the other end, uh, calling, being like, "Hey man, you know we got to do this mission." This is a yeah. flashback. Keep in mind too. So right. this is before he's Nightwing. This yeah. is back when he's still Robin, but he's graduating, and Batman calls him up, being like, "Hey, we got the mission. Let's go." And you know. Poor Dick Grayson's like about to get it in with Barbara Gordon. He's like, no, I don't really want to go. And he's like, oh, okay, I got to go. You know, yeah. duty calls. But he's pretty mad. Again, Robin and Batman are starting to bump heads here. Yeah, and that's so Spider-Man. That's the one thing I saw. Yes. You know, when you watch Spider-Man, the animated series, he'd go on a hot date with uh, Felicia Hardy oh, or yeah. Mary J. Watson. Spider-Man was quite the player. You know, he got all the hot girls yeah, in New York. Yeah, he did. Yeah. For such a science nerd... I think that's probably why he was popular because he always got like the hot girl. Because that's how it is now these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But like he would leave the date because he would have to do the right thing. And as a kid watching it, you you know, you'd be like, ah, like just go on the date one time, right? Like just be selfish once. Right. But you know, as Spider Man, he's selfish the first time and it cost him. Yeah. Never again. Great power comes great responsibility. Robin should say that line. He really should. He really should. <laughs> but it actually, it took Batman to make him leave or else he would have stayed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like a 45-year-old man prancing around in a Robin costume. <laughs> so it's kind of a good idea that he upgraded to Nightwing. It really is. So now we get our, our first take here with a, a new uh, animated style Joker. Yeah. With the black beady eyes, the slick black green hair. It looks good. Yeah, he looks good and still voiced by the man, Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Oh. Luke Skywalker, a.k.a. The Last Jedi. That's right. I had to throw it <laughs> I really like the purple suit. Love it. I mean, I really liked what they were trying to go with the Suicide Squad with the purple suit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jack Nicholson had the purple suit. Heath Ledger had the purple suit. It's just iconic. Yeah, it really is. You know, it'd be like the Lakers not showing up in purple and gold. Right. You got to wrap it. You just got to get rid of the tattoos. Yes. The just, tattoos just get, I thought was a bad Just get rid of them. And the it's very easy. All you do is have Joker go through a chemical bath, him emerge. Oh, look, my tattoos are gone. Yep. If you got rid of the tattoos, that's like 50% of the complaints of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I hated it. I, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. I don't like my Joker to be too gangster. Yeah. You know, and I thought he, he really was. But this Joker nails it. Mark Hamill. He's uh, he's putting up a fight here. He's taking on Batman and Robin. Um, he actually took down Batman here. Yeah. And Robin goes to help Batman. And Batman's like, no, just go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Robin's grumpy. like, yeah. And Robin's like, all right. So Robin's now hot on the tails, and he's he's chasing uh, the Joker down. Yeah, you gotta be careful, Robin. I mean, a lot of other Robins have tried to take down the Joker, and it hasn't gotten too well uh, for them. That's right, but this is the best Robin of them all. So yeah. uh, he's okay. He's in good hands, like Allstate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got this one lone goon that's on the run. Yeah, they've just left him. This is a very important scene, actually. Yeah. I love this. Just look at him hopping through the rooftop. Thing. Yeah, so Robin's doing some parkour, some Daniel <laughs> Craig, and he's uh, he's chasing down this thug. The thug's off to his house, though. He's actually about to go home yeah. and warn his, his wife and kid. This scene got me. This is a really powerful scene. As a parent, it's yeah. tough to watch a scene and not get choked up. 
yeah, this guy is basically trying to, you know, save his kids, save his kid and his wife, and he's trying to escape. Right. Robin meets him at the house, kicks open the door, embarrasses the man in front of his kid. His kid has a, a toy gun. He's just playing around. And, uh, you know, Robin is the softer guy. Yeah. So he's not as dark as Batman. So you could tell he steps back here and kind of analyzes the situation. And when I watch this, is very, again, Star Wars-like, is very Darth Vader-like Return of the Jedi, where he sees right. Palpatine, you know, zapping Luke. And even though you can't see under the mask of Vader, the motions all speak right there. And I feel you get the same thing here with Robin. He watches both of the two trying to decide what to do. Right. And... You know, he he has like that that Vader moment where he's like, "No, I can't do this." Yeah. Well, Vader obviously can do it, but Robin <laughs> decides not to go the dark path of Batman right. and goes the good route, where he's like, "This is it. I'm done being like the Dark Knight's protege here." Yeah, and in my opinion, Batman's in the wrong here. Absolutely. Right, not in front of the kids. Just grab them. I mean, I see where he's coming from, but Batman, like the poor kid, he's gonna be traumatized for sure. And he, they don't look like they're well off. They're yeah. living in some sort of like. Uh, one bedroom apartment. It don't even look like they have furniture. It looked like they had boxes for furniture. Yeah, and, and the guy's just a goon. Yeah. Right? But, you know, he, he's got a good-looking wife and a kid, so yeah. he's not doing too bad for He's himself. not doing too bad. So, <laughs> so Dick Grayson, you know, knocks on Barbara Gordon's door here, and he basically wants to... Let her know that you know what I'm call. done. He's definitely after that booty call, but I think he's a little too mad. He's his back's all up, his <laughs> sleeves are rolled up. <laughs> but I like how he still had time to go home and change into a costume. Like he's like, I'm pissed, but I'm gonna take off the Robin costume, yeah, put I'm, on my I, dress shirt. I'm pissed. I'm gonna put on a button shirt, and I'm also gonna take time to put on a sweater vest. Like, and why did he wait for the combo? <laughs> It's like, because because Barbara Gordon doesn't know he's Robin. Yeah, he right. still has the black bars over his eyes. I mean, you can't tell that twenty-five-year-old man is Robin yet, and yet you're supposed to be Batgirl. Yeah, you're meant to be the second best detective, and you don't know Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Yeah, that's something else. So, yeah. so now we've uh, we got Barbara Gordon, um, you know, approaching Bruce Wayne. And, um, you know, again, a new animated style for Bruce Wayne here. He doesn't yeah. have the dotted eyes anymore. They've given him blue eyes. Right. Um, and pupils. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's always nice to have pupils. <laughs> it's always nice to have a chin and some pupils. <laughs> yeah. He has a big chin. Yeah, he definitely has, like, that strong chin. Yeah. What do you think of him kind of being like, you know what, let me show you the Batcave? I, I, okay, at first <laughs> I was taken back, but... At, after he says, I know you're Batgirl. Yeah. So, he, you know, I think he's done his homework. If he was like, oh, you're Batgirl, like Batman and Robin were this girl who has no training. They're just like, you're Batgirl now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's obviously been watching yeah. Batgirl. I don't remember if there's a lot of other episodes with Batgirl in it before this. Yeah, you're right. It's probably one of the first. Yeah. Th this scene for me, this is what I was talking about previously. I think this is hilarious. So Batgirl finds <laughs> yeah. her way down the Batcave, sees off her pop-up, and then Alfred goes, oh, Master Bruce, stutters. Oh, Miss Gordon, I've discovered, and you know, and, and Miss yeah. Gordon says, I've discovered your secret. And he's like, okay, I admit, I'm Batman. And I think this is hilarious. This, <laughs> this is great. my Alfred. Yeah, yeah. That's that's genius. That, you know, he says it's so Alfred. nonchalant, so English. Yeah, and then he just gets dismissed. Batman's like, that's enough. I'll <laughs> yeah. see you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alfred upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Sweep the floor. Yeah, and I'm really glad they stayed away from um, the killing joke where they had the Bat well, the Killing Joke animated film where they had the Batman and Barbara Gordon romance. Didn't yeah. work. Didn't work in that. And Barbara Gordon is with Dick Grayson. That's my Barbara Gordon. That's how that's how I know those two characters. Absolutely. I, I hated that idea. I don't know why they did that to the Killing Joke where they had them, you know, do it 
on the rooftops. So out of character. Between Batman and, and Batgirl. I thought that's so weird. Yeah, so I weird. was not a big fan of that at yeah, all. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't even like the animation in that, that movie either. It's a little weird. Yeah, it wasn't one of my favorites. It seems like the last couple, they've kind of lost their way. They have. The last great one I remember was The Dark Knight Returns, when they split into two parts. That's great. And Justice League War. Except Justice League, Justice League War, War, they put in Shazam and they took away Aquaman for some reason. Yeah, that was weird. The, the, the Aquaman film was okay, too. Yeah. Teen Titans versus uh, Justice League was... I haven't seen that one yet. Not very good. And then the Judas Contract, which should be amazing. Right. Not so good. Really? Yeah. Uh, Batman Bad Blood is okay when oh, Nightwing I'm becomes... I'm so far behind, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot out there. But this one actually had a couple. This animated series actually had a couple movies. You had Batman Mask of Phantasm. Best one. That huh. was a fantastic film. It was in theaters for like one week. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know why it didn't get a longer release. And it just got released on Blu-ray. Yes. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. This show is getting released on Blu-ray. So that's kind of how we got the idea. Yeah. I love the Batgirl costume with the purple cape. Yeah. I got that figure hiding, uh, hanging up here. That's right. Yeah. And I actually have a Batgirl figure as well. When Gail Simone did her run. On the new Fifty Two is one of my favorite runs. Nice. When she left, I kind of lost interest, and so. Uh, but look at the scene where here you with the Joker, and we see the hyenas. Yes. So I don't know if you guys, if you went on any rumor sites, but a lot of people were speculating that those are Harley Quinn's hyenas, and they're going to appear in Suicide Squad the movie, which they never did. But I was really looking forward to seeing oh, that. Okay. I sat through the whole movie and I was like, oh, I'm going to see the hyenas, but they never did show up. Oh, no. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. That would have been really cool. I love, Man, Mark Hamill's so good. He's so goofy in here, but you yeah. just take him for what he is. And he has that ability to like snap and just go from your friend to just a monster. Oh, yeah. He's and, terrifying. And, and that's why I like this animated style more so than the old one because the way they draw him with the beady eyes it just works so much more you know you never know what he's thinking behind that face of his and yeah. it just it just works so much better than the last one and the last one was fine yeah but this one is just ah wb did a great job coming up with this uh the style of joker oh yeah, yeah. and look here barbara gordon making her uh presence known and i actually had the batman flying on that little that action thing. figure yeah i right? had that action figure i thought so it, yeah it was like watch cool. out iron man yeah you know? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this is cool. So, that yeah, you got that action figure-based uh, Batman flying around. Crashes due to uh, Joker's, you know, very sharp And there's cards. the hyenas again. Yeah. Joker with a hat. Just such a classic character. Yeah, and then the goons. The goons again. They look different because before, remember, they are dressed up with the different, like, 30s attire. Now yeah. they're in more, like, evening gown wear. So they're not wearing, like, the traditional mobster attire. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, again, when does this series take place? We saw a pager early on. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just don't know. I, I like the red hue sky going on. I was going to say very Justice League from the trailer. Right. They definitely brought, the, or they took that idea probably from this. I mean, this would be a terrifying place to live in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. I always say, like, why would you live in Gotham? Just move. Just go to uh, Metropolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so Batgirl has been tossed off the building. I thought this would be a cool toy. I don't know if they did it, but we basically got Robin now on the, the bat bike where right. he projects himself, rockets up there, and then, you know, does the whole grappling hook maneuver and saves Batgirl. That'd be a hell of a toy. Do you think they've ever missed with the bat hook? <laughs> no, well, I, you know what? I, at least they've never, uh, snapped, snapped. anyone's yeah, neck. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, like my boy Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spider-Man the Anime Series actually did do something similar where, like, Mary Jane died. 
she was cloned. It was weird. So weird. It's really weird. No cloning here in DC with Batman. No. You know, th- you think they would have learned a lesson going down that clone route in that cartoon because the 90s and clones and Spider-Man just did not mix. Yeah. Clones were huge in the 90s. Just look at the Clone Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Was that in the 90s or no? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. But I, uh, I'll give you a lot of effort. I half mean, point? No, I mean, I guess the special editions, Obi-Wan mentions the Clone Wars. So if okay. Wanna, if you want to take that one and run with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm taking it. So, I mean, look, Batman and Joker at the rooftop. Just so iconic. Those yeah. two are just bound to fight forever. Oh, the Tommy guns, great. again, he's getting shot at. Yeah, man. Batman. That's one hell of an Ikea yeah, shot that Batman's holding. It. It's bulletproof. <laughs> Batgirl just comes in and saves the day. Uh, yeah, I love how agile she is. That's great. Yeah, she's very uh, good at fighting in this. Yeah. But this episode is all about Robin to me. And he, you know, I feel like even Robin in his costume here, he's a little more edgy. His hair is a little more spiked up. Like he's his back's up. He's just, he's had enough. He's yeah. had enough be, playing this role of Robin and being Batman's shadow and. You can tell at the end of this episode, he's done. Yeah, he's, you, he's done. Being you really this guy. do buy it, and it's heartbreaking. As a kid, Batman and Robin go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, they're yeah. the dynamic duo. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we have covered two episodes here, and I guess you you see a lot of Robin's personality leaning, you know, against Batman. But you know, you go back and watch the show; they have a lot of good moments together. It's not all uh, Jason Todd like these mm-hmm. two really do get along. We're just happy to be. Uh, reviewing the shows the episodes where they don't yeah it just makes for better tv i guess yeah yeah it really does (laughs) or better podcasting i should say yeah we just talk about them oh and they're getting along and there they are getting along again yeah and poor joker he could just never win yeah smoke coming he's done yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah there we go that blimp the blimp yeah. yeah I mean, is this the 30s? What's going on here? I'm just waiting for the Animaniacs to hop out of that blimp. Oh, can you imagine? Wacko. They ever did a, a crossover? Yeah. That'd be <laughs> great. What was the other one? The superhero. Um, oh, Freakazoid. Freakazoid. Yeah. I'd love to see that guy pop up in here. And this is as you're talking about the fight, the breakup. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. So do you think, let's go with a little bit of universe building here. This Batman was in the Justice League at this point? Because this Batman that we see here... Besides his ears being shorter than we see in the Justice League cartoon, yes. it's the same costume. Oh. Do you think he could have already been in the Justice League or he's just, you know, I think made so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because he kind of looks like Batman's not 100% in this. Yeah. You know, and it, maybe he's just wear too thin from joining the Justice League. Yeah, maybe. Because he just got knocked out by uh, Robin here. But That's maybe, a hard punch. Yeah, and Batman would never get knocked out. He would definitely be prepared for it. Yeah. I love that punch though. Robin's just like, I quit. Yeah. Takes off the mask, takes off the cape, and just gives him a mean right hook oh, yeah. in that big chin of his. And we're back to the mulleted Nightwing. Yeah, so now we're back in present time after Dick Beautiful. Grayson just told him the time told Tim Drake the time he kicked Batman's ass. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to tell that story? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you always get one punch. Yeah. And this is I don't know if Batman dropped this wallet, but it's awfully convenient timing. Yeah. For him to find the wallet <laughs> of the guy that Batman had uh roughed up in front of his family but i love how this wraps up yeah. i really do like what they did yeah. here and it just goes to show that wayne you know bruce wayne's not all bad he's not all you know hard ass have you ever read the graphic novel batman noel no no i never have it's a one-off and it's based off like a christmas carol okay something very similar to this happens in it so they oh, probably yeah? took inspiration from there this you yeah. go christmas time coming up it's it's worth a read uh, i might read just have every to do year. it well you know 
Halloween's coming up, so maybe I'm yeah. gonna have to do Batman the Long, Long Halloween. Halloween. Oh, right? they need to do an animated uh, film of that. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, and so we find out all along Batman had hired this guy as a security guard. Yeah, asked about his kid. What a nice guy. Well, you know, the cool thing about this is the whole time I'm watching this scene, if you look at Tim Drake's face, it's priceless. He's so happy. Yeah. Just, you know, he, he sits there, he's looking at Robin, just like, see? See? I told you he's a good guy. I told you guy. he's a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Drake never really ages in this because he got introduced late. So, you know, unfortunately, there's only four seasons, but I'm sure if there was a fifth, he probably would have aged much like Robin. Well, if actually, that's funny you bring that up because if you go to Batman Beyond, which takes place way in the future, yeah. they did a movie where it was kind of like their own take of, um, is it The Killing Joke? Not The Killing Joke. Death oh, of death, the Family. Death of the Family? They kind of did their own little take where Tim Drake kind of became Joker oh, in a weird way. Interesting. And he's older. Yeah, so um, I guess that's a tale for another time. Yeah. As the show is just wrapped up. Man, these episodes just fly by. They really do. Yeah, and as I said, just noticed going through the uh, credits, there are different... Uh, different uh composer for the theme there it wasn't danny elfman it was someone else oh okay yeah. well uh yeah um man great cast great voice acting great animation all around great and show gotta say sunjay man i had a blast doing this yeah, this is fun. fun yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed our first commentary track i had a lot of fun doing it and you know i hope we to do this in the future let us know you know send us a comment send us a tweet let us know did this work for you or you know, next week we'll be having Tim back. Tim the man. He's coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. let us know, man. This is kind of like our backdoor pilot yeah. to this whole thing, right? I mean, it, it didn't work out so well for Joss Whedon's uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we did better than that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully this lasts more than one episode. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, i got to say this has been great, guys. But uh, like we mentioned before, for your first-time viewers, this isn't exactly what we do all the time. It's just kind of a one-off thing for now, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But if you like what you see or... If you like what you heard, yeah. uh, be sure to join us next Thursday as we drop our regular news segment of I, The Nerd Room. I think we'll be doing Thor Ragnarok. Cause, no, not Ragnarok. Uh, what's the second one? Dark World. Dark World. Not quite as good. From what I heard, Ragnarok's killing it. Yeah, Ragnarok's doing really good. And you know, I, I'm one of the, the few people, it might be different when we revisit it, but I actually <laughs> like Dark World more than the first Thor. Okay. I wasn't a big fan of the first Thor. No, neither was I. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see when we review it, but that's for next week. Thank you for, you know, do you have any closing thoughts here, Troy, before uh, we sign off? Yeah, no, th thanks for taking a trip with us down uh, memory lane here, man. Really loved uh, this this animated series, and, you know, I, I, I love talking uh, Nightwing. Uh, I don't always talk about Dick, but <laughs> when I do, I'd rather discuss Robin and Nightwing. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. And uh, yeah, I think we're just going to roll credits before the censors cut us off. So thank you very much. It's been a blast, Troy. We hope to do this again next. Uh, do this again. I would love to cover another episode or maybe even X-Men, the animated series oh, or Spider-Man. or Love it. Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, a ton Ooh, of great no, cartoons. No, Tim would love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, sign off, guys. As always, I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out thenerdroom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. 
Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world. Smell like a nerd room. The convention <laughs> smell. Musk. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Con cred. Do you ever go to con and miss the smell? Well, you're in luck because the nerd room is releasing cologne that smells just like San Diego Comic Con floor. Don't go to your comic shop without smelling like this. Do you like the smell of three week old craft dinner? <laughs> Chase. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs>